Greetings Zipak, it's your boy ZDogMD. What's up you guys? Do we have sound? I'm gonna pull up your comments. Today we're gonna talk very quickly about, because I know you guys have things to do because it's Sunday and uh, my kids are like clamoring for my attention so I thought I'd break away, do the show real quick on what happens when patients secretly record healthcare professionals. And this came to a head if you've been um, watching the internets at all. There was a posting that was secretly taken in an emergency department of a doctor who was talking to a patient, and I think the mom was there videotaping him. And it was probably 30 seconds, and I'm not gonna describe, I know who the doctor was, I know the institution. This video was taken down. I posted it actually on my page to get your feedback and get the story from the back end from people who know this doc. And I was flooded with messages of people who knew the doctor who was filmed saying he was a really good guy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I don't want to get into too many details because it's clearly been removed by the person who posted it. I'm suspecting after either she realized there was a question about the legality of it or she was, uh, it was clear that it was an inappropriate thing to do with that clip. So let me, let me talk about the whole situation. Hey, ZPAC, Tammy Schrader, what's up? Carolyn, uh, Pack you representing Carolyn McIntyre. All right. In the clip, you see uh, the doctor from an unflattering angle looking either, and many people thought, oh, is he high? Is he psychotic? Is he creepy? What's going on talking to this patient? But by the end of the interaction, he makes a statement. Oh, so do you want IV fluids? No? All right. And I heard a lot of stuff from people who've been in the in the actually know what happened there and all I all I can say is that what you see on the video in 30 seconds has very little to do with reality okay so whether he was tired or whatever and again I don't want to draw attention to who it actually was because it's been taken down and the guy has suffered enough in my opinion completely inappropriately so I wanted to talk about should patients be allowed to secretly record their caregivers, and barring that, should they be allowed to do it with permission? So let's talk about that real quick. We've done shows where we've talked about actually the other side of the coin. Should healthcare providers wear body cams, especially when we're dealing with exactly this kind of he said, she said kind of thing, and violence against healthcare professionals. If you document it on camera with a body cam, mm-hmm, Many nurses, many doctors were like, no, this, is, this would just be another way for the administration to monitor us. So there was a lot of disagreement as to whether that was a good idea. But here we have now this sort of secret filming. Okay, here's my take. If a patient is secretly filming their caregivers, number one, there's a trust issue. Number two, there's an intent issue. So is this patient trying to win the malpractice lottery by somehow suing for something? Um, and a good example of this came up with a guy who won a $500,000 in a malpractice suit because he had his cell phone on in his pocket during an outpatient colo procedure and the doctor was talking mad shit about him. Uh, during the procedure, it got picked up, he sued, and he won. And the doctor was saying awful things. So we've all seen this happen in the OR, et cetera. So the question is, 
you know, there's a trust issue. The, the, the one side doesn't know they're being recorded. And depending on the state, that can be illegal. So in Massachusetts, for example, it's illegal to record an interaction unless all parties agree to the recording. So already it, the sort of legality depends on the state, but the ethical piece of it is, well, you're already undermining what should be a trusting relationship between the care team and you right? So already there's a problem. The second issue that comes up when patients secretly record stuff that Lauren Borgi brings up appropriately is the HIPAA issue. Now, patients aren't necessarily responsible for HIPAA, but because it's the, it's the covered entity, it's the hospital, the doctors, the nurses, et cetera, people under that umbrella. So that's often confused in the law. But if a patient secretly records you and there's another patient next door, you are violating that patient's privacy. So there's an ethical concern, if not a legal concern in that case. Um, next, using a clip, an isolated clip out of context, as was the case in this video that was posted and then subsequently deleted that I had uh, transiently posted and got a lot of feedback on, is absolutely unconscionable. So taking that and putting it on social media as a shame tactic is absolutely unconscionable because you cannot tell from that clip what was actually going on. And in the clip that, that, that we were talking about with this doctor, it was clear the minute I saw it, I was like, oh no, you're not seeing what's actually going on here. Like this is being portrayed as this really creepy situation where this guy's some kind of weird predator who's high on drugs. It could be that he's at the end of the shift, he's tired. It could be that the patient's already yelled at him a bunch and, and had asked for a different doctor. It could be all kinds of things of happening. So you're just seeing that clip and all these people were writing in pro and con. Oh, the guy looks like a creep and should lose his license and should go to jail. What? Based on a 30 second clip that's ambiguous? Are you high? Are you high? So this is the problem with secretly recording us. I personally think there should be a law that you cannot do that. Now, we also saw the Baltimore patient dumping video where the guy was on the street, patient had been discharged, he's recording her. And we raised some ethical questions about that, but that's a little bit different, different part of the spectrum of this. This is you're in the hospital. Now, patients have asked, can I record my surgery? Can I do audio recordings of instructions given to me? Now, this is a different part of, again, this spectrum. And there's no black and white answer. I think there's quite a bit of shades of gray. So legal recordings with consent are kind of interesting to me. There are those that say, no, it undermines the doctor-patient relationship, it sets us up for malpractice suits, it may violate privacy of nearby patients. But then there are others who say, well, in airplanes, we have a black box that records everything in the flight. Why can't we do the same thing in surgery? And it's actually being trialed, I think, in Massachusetts. And so why can't we use a kind of black box that, number one, we learn from mistakes when they do happen. Number two, we can defend ourselves from frivol frivolous lawsuits. Number three, everything's out there to, uh, to be a, a record. And it's, so it's, it's kind of a, a way to keep easier records. So on this point, I think it depends on the technology. It depends on the good faith with which it is actually implemented. And it needs our partnership to make it work. Because if we know that everything is on a black box, then we're gonna actually behave a certain way. Now, the question is, are we gonna behave in a way that's more favorable to patient safety? Or is it gonna be that we behave in a way that's too guarded, too cautious, and not real? Like we're afraid to say things that aren't cut and dry absolute truth, which is hard because in medicine there's very little like that because we're afraid that the patient's gonna record us and then if something happens and we were in a gray area, you know, you're on the stand and say, well, it says here, you said that it's possible that this vaccine wouldn't cause autism and now this patient has autism. I made that up, they don't cause autism. 
but you get the idea, right? So even that is kind of a, um, a very, uh, a very gray kind of area. Trust is an issue, but my personal opinion is a black box in surgery, depending on if it's built and, and managed with the surgeon's consent, may be an interesting way to improve patient safety. Allowing patients with consent of all parties to record discharge instructions, teaching the first diagnosis of, of cancer, something like that, because we know they don't remember 40 to 80% of what we say in that meeting because there's stress and cortisol and everything else, and it's hard. We speak a different language, right? We speak the Latin. So all that being said, Mary Cowley just puts a series of zeros and ones as if it's some kind of binary, um, which is how it sounds to muggles, to non-medical people. So in that sense, I think it's not unreasonable to consider, um, to consider cameras. So Kristen says they have cameras in most of the ICU rooms. Right, and in many ways, those cameras are keeping us safe from crazy patient family members who are abusive, uh, for the whole silent no more reason where we're getting uh, it putting, put in dangerous positions. So those kind of things, again, with the knowledge of all parties that, hey, you're on camera, we might all behave a little bit better. I'm a big believer in accountability. I don't love Big Brother. I don't like the idea that administration can use it in a punitive way. So public shaming, like was done with this surreptitiously recorded video, is not a useful use of this technology. The problem is humans are humans. It's going to be abused once you implement it, which is why I think you need rules. If you're gonna do it, you need rules around it. Let's read some comments. Um, Christine says we're spot on. We speak Latin, says Carrie Bennett. That's exactly right. Expectorate sputonum instead of hakalugi. That's what we do. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Henry, Henri Zevin points out the two years ago uh, case that I pointed out in the beginning of this cast where the patient accidentally recorded, had the phone in the pocket, which, by the way, is really dangerous if you're using a bovi or something. You're going to injure someone if that phone isn't taken out. Um, guess there was some stuff to crazy shit said. The doc loses the job. The patient wins 500K. That's the thing. We need to know. Wouldn't it be different if we already knew we were being recorded? And then we just behave like we're supposed to behave anyways. Look, save the gallows humor and the shit talking for the lounge. If you want to blow off steam, hey, come to the lounge. Come to my forum on the Z-Dog page where you can pick an alias. Do not, by the way, we have our Tribe Talk uh, group on Facebook. It's been blowing up 8,000 some people. The discussion is generally great. I've had to put the hammer down as a mod a couple times on people who are being assholes to each other, which isn't a lot. You can be assholes to people outside of the group. Don't be an asshole to someone in the comments because you'll get, you'll get banned. But that's not a private group. Anyone can take a screenshot, share it with someone, your real name's there. So that's not a place to blow off steam. You know, there are places to blow off steam. And then there are places where we have to be professionals. And honestly, if we know, everybody knows that everybody's getting recorded, the patient has to behave like a non-jackass as well, or else it could get real for them. I actually am not against that, okay? So that all being said, one thing I'm gonna implore you guys is don't make judgments based on 30 seconds of video you see on the internet and go, oh my God, that guy's guilty of X, Y, and Z. And it's true of everything. It's true of body cam footage. You have to know the nuance of the story and that's the problem when patients secretly record us and then try to shame us by putting it on the internet, which is what seemed to happen in this last case. So that being said, a couple comments, secretly recording is wrong. Um, I agree, uh, Marianne. 
Uh, Lori Soto says, amen. I work pediatric home care. Always have to be careful what you say and do. Never know if they're recording you. Beth Viscuso. That's exactly right. I just assume they are. I'm going to go to a quick commercial. We'll be back. What up, fam? Okay, some comments. Thanks for sitting through that. That helps us pay the bills. Um, Would it... um, really be a HIPAA violation unintentionally picking up another patient, says Brandy Spaulding. I don't see that being any different than EMS giving a radio report where anyone with a scanner can hear. So Brandy, I don't think it is a HIPAA violation because uh, the patient recording is not a covered entity under the definition of HIPAA. This is one of the great misunderstandings around HIPAA. HIPAA covers covered entities, which means people that are managing PHI, protected health information, personal health information. So, you know, the hospital, the EHR, the, 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 the lab, you know, vendors that contract with the, the, the people that are taking care of patients, the clinicians, those are, you know, those are covered entities. A patient in the facility is not a covered entity. That's why they can violate their own HIPAA if they want to. Um, Vince Reynolds says it's illegal, unethical, unconscionable, and out of context. It's all true, but that won't stop people from doing it. It won't stop it from being on YouTube. won't stop people from reacting as they always do, and it won't stop unethical lawyers from exploiting it for profit, Vince Reynolds. So Vince, here's the thing. When it happens to doctors, nurses, healthcare people on the front lines, and I see it, and it's shared with me, the first thing I do is I go, hey guys, who works with these people on the back end? We did that in the Baltimore case. We did that in this latest case that happened. Private message me, tell me the story, and then I will do a show about it. I will not violate HIPAA, I will not violate your privacy, but I will fill my audience in on the fact that this is not entirely what it seems. Someone needs to step up, all of us need to really, and say, "Mm -mm, no, mm -mm." we always asymmetrically suffer when these things happen because we're, we're inhibited by HIPAA and by our professional standards, right? So it's time that someone said, no, we're not going to stay silent. If a patient secretly records us and it's out of context, wrong, inappropriate, and used to slander us, we will fight back and 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 watch out. Because I suspect what happened to this person who posted this video is she probably got a takedown notice or something happened because it suddenly disappeared with all the comments. You cannot find it anywhere on the internet. And that is a wonderful, beautiful thing. Because if she had a problem and had that video, she should take it to patient relations, she could take it to a lawyer, she could take it to all these people, right? Do not take it to Facebook and post it and try to shame this guy whose livelihood depends on what he does for a living. And this is out of context potentially, right? It's not the way to treat other human beings, even if you feel like you've been injured. If you feel like you've been injured, go through the proper channels. Don't go to freaking Facebook. All right, guys, on that note, join the ZPAC Tribe Talk group. Just search Tribe Talk ZPAC on Facebook or you'll see it linked in in the group tab on my page. It is a great source of discussion. If you have an issue, if you have something funny to share, if you have a question, post it on there and you will find answers from your peers, which is why we call it Tribe Talk. Thank you so much, guys, for being dope and we out. Peace. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. (laughs) And so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, It just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, 
Financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.